This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. NBC presents Short Story. Tonight, Felicia Gishiska. Felicia Gishiska is a short story writer with printer's ink in her bloodstream. Her grandfather was Joseph Medill, great editor of the Chicago Tribune, whose support meant so much to Abraham Lincoln in the most critical days of the Civil War. Her mother was Eleanor Medill Patterson, distinguished owner of the Washington Times-Herald. Tonight's story concerns the exploiters and the exploited in the jungle land of high society. It appeared first in Story Magazine under the ironic title, Beautiful Summer in Newport. You'll hear it tonight in a first radio dramatization. Immediately following this message from the United States Marine Corps. Of the many uniforms worn by members of our armed services, one of the most famous and colorful is the dress blues uniform of the United States Marines. Although the uniform has changed a good deal since 1798, many of its distinguishing characteristics are most interesting. For example, there's the red piping on the coat and trousers. Early in the Revolutionary War, a battalion of Marines from Philadelphia was dispatched to report to General Washington during the latter part of December 1776. Due to their familiarity with the guns on naval vessels, these Marines served as artillerymen at the Battle of Princeton, January 3, 1777. To commemorate their services as artillerymen on that occasion, the Marines adopted the traditional red of the artillerymen, which has been a part of the Marine uniform since 1798. Today, the Marine Blues are perhaps the most distinctive American uniform, proudly worn by members of that proudest of American fighting organizations, the United States Marines. Here now, Beautiful Summer in Newport by Felicia Gishiska. Summer, 1915. The crowd at the railroad station is starched, cosseted, laced up to the chin and damp with sweat. Two little girls with stiff tiered dresses stand holding hands with a small, kindly woman. Where's Poppy? Nanny, I don't see Poppy anywhere. For goodness sakes, Rue, your father's just gone to get the tickets. Aunt Agnes says smart people reserve in advance. Poppy's the smartest man in Chicago. Oh, not that kind of smart, stupid, fashionable. What'll it be like in Newport, Nanny? Can we go to the beach? Certainly. That's the whole idea of going to Newport. To have fun at the beach. Aunt Agnes says it's to get away from people in trade. What's in trade? Oh, you know, grocers and butchers and awful people like that. There's Aunt Agnes and Poppy. Poppy! Poppy! For goodness sakes, Rue, stop that shouting. Have you got the tickets, Poppy? Have you? Have you? Of course I have. The best tickets money can buy. Anthony. Now be good, both of you. Write to me. Oh, we will, Poppy. I wish you could come. Oh, so do I. Now take care of them for me, Nanny. Oh, I will, Mr. Peterson. Goodbye, Anthony. Bye, Agnes. See that the youngsters have a good time. You don't go to Newport for just a good time, Anthony. I've explained to you I that... know, Aggie, but summers are for good times. Isn't that right, Rue? Now hurry up. You'll miss the train. <laughs> Nanny, none of the other governesses allow their children to run barefoot on the beach. Have you seen those other children, ma'am? Starched dresses and high white stockings and sashes and hats and, oh, looking so hot and stiff. I want Rue and Audrey dressed the way the other children are. 
In fact, Nanny, I'm not altogether satisfied that you can take proper care of the children. So I've made certain arrangements. Ma'am, you don't mean that you're letting me go. I'm afraid I do. Oh, but I've taken care of Rue and Audrey since the missus died. Now, I'm very sorry, Nanny, but we have certain social positions. The children must be taught proper behavior. I won't let anything keep me from, well, from doing my duty. Oh, but, but I've always been good to them. I know they love me. Perhaps, but they're old enough now for a proper governess, and that's just what they shall have. Yes, ma'am. I think you'd better not say goodbye to them. It might upset them. I'll call the fly to take you to the station. The new governess will arrive on the afternoon train. Good afternoon, children. I am your new governess. Where's Nanny? Oh, she went away. I am Fräulein Lina. Say good afternoon now, like little ladies. Good afternoon, Fräulein. What happened to Nanny? Why did she go away? That is not for little girls to ask. Now, say good afternoon. But you haven't told me. Listen to me now, sweetheart. You will forget Nanny. You have your Fräulein now. You understand? But... I'm going to teach you to behave like little ladies in society. And you will do what I tell you, or you will be very sorry. Now, have we that all clear? Yes, Fraulein. Yes, Fraulein. Now, but... my little Miss Rue, you have not said to me good afternoon, Fraulein. Say it now. I don't want to. Hmm? Say it now. Good afternoon, Fraulein. I... Good afternoon, Fraulein. That's better, sweetheart. That's much better. Now we shall go down to the beach. So, are the letters finished to your father? Mine is. I wrote Poppy a long letter just like you said, Fraulein. It's all finished. And you, sweetheart? I didn't write mine. No? Then now you will write to your father. Now. I don't want to. Do you want I should give you castor oil? So better you write. Oh, dear father, I am having a lovely time. Uh, now write, the beach is beautiful. The children are very nice. Newport is a very nice place. I can't write so fast. So, is that all you're going to say? Let go of me. Look at me, darling. Aren't you going to say something nice about your Lena? My neck hurts. Let me go. My little Liebchen. I know two little girls who are going to get ice cream tonight if they're good. Now you write, Papi, I have a very nice Fräulein. I like her better than Nanny. I don't like you better than Nanny. You'd better say so. I didn't. You want ice cream or castor oil? We have a very nice governess. I like her very much. Good. Now go on. I like her better than Nanny and hope she comes back to Chicago with us. I won't. I won't. Ow! Listen, darling. I have been with you now a week. You know your Lena means what she says. You want castor oil? No. You're hurting my neck. So right. That's better. Yes. Yes, now. That is a nice letter. Address it. There. I have to go pick some flowers for Aunt Agnes, Fraulein. Hold still while I put on your hat. Still. 
The ribbon's too tight. It hurts. You want your lovely white hat to blow off and get dirty? You want all the other governesses to say your fraulein is not good? Now, get one spot on that dress and you see, darling. Now go. Snake, 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 that's what. Fat, red old snake. Number, please. I... I want to send a telegram. One moment, please. Yes, please? I want to send a telegram to Mr. Anthony Peterson, Hay Farms, Lake Forest, Illinois. What message, please? Poppy, come and get me. Please, please, please. Sign it, Rue. Come along, Audrey. Time for the beach. Hurry, hurry, please. What is your number? Rue, where are you, darling? Newport 271. Shall I charge it to that number? Yes. Rue, what are you doing there? Give me that. Oh. Hello? 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 Who was that? Uh, some people called up. Uh, they wanted to speak to somebody. Was it the wrong number? Yes, the wrong number. Well, here's your coat. Hmm. Everything you do looks sneaky. You're nothing but a sneak. Audrey? I'm right here, Fraulein. Come along. Oh, good morning, madam. Why aren't the children at the beach? The other children are. They are writing to their father. I have here the letters. They write slowly. They need more discipline. Curtsy to your aunt. Isn't that sweet? They can come in and curtsy tonight at the party. Is Mrs. Van Dusen coming to the party, Aunt Agnes? Of course. She didn't come to the other parties you gave. Come on, Audrey. Stop. Curtsy again to your aunt. Isn't that darling? Don't let them stay in the sun too long, Fraulein. Yeah, madam. And don't let them go into the water. It's too cold. Uh, go out now, dears. I'm going up for my parasol. Walk ahead of me now. March... I'll follow in a minute. Come on, Rue. I wish we didn't have to wear all these clothes. I'm uncomfortable. Mm, ladies are always uncomfortable. I don't want to curtsy at Aunt Agnes' party. Mrs. Van Dusen won't come. She'll call up again and say she's sick. That'll be twice. Is she sick? No, stupid. She doesn't want to come. I heard the Phelps governess tell somebody that Aunt Agnes was here to crash society. But she told Poppy she wanted to bring us here. For our own good. Oh, you don't believe that? Well, you're only ten years old. You don't know what a widow is. Aunt Agnes is a widow. Oh, I mean what a widow is. A widow is a woman trying to get married again. Aunt Agnes is here to get into society and marry a rich man. But Poppy's rich. Oh, he's only a meat packer and he's only your brother-in-law. I don't care what he is. I want to go home. I want to go home to Poppy. You can't go home. Nanny used to let us have fun. I bet Poppy wants us back. You aren't a baby anymore. You need a governess. That's what Aunt Agnes said. What if Fraulein is What's going... That? You say something? Come on now, through the gate. Ow! Fraulein! You were walking crooked. But you hit me with your parasol. Nice young ladies walk straight. So, straight, march. (laughs) 
Now listen, both of you. You're on the beach, so play nicely and don't get those shoes wet. You hear? Oh, come on, Rue. There's Nona Van Dusen. Maybe she'll play with us today. Come on. I don't want to. She hates us. But you don't understand. You're too little. Look, if Nona Van Dusen plays with us, well, then maybe we'll be in society. I don't care if she hates me. I know what I want. Well, you'll go ahead, then. I don't want to. Fraulein will be awful mad. I don't care. If I shut my eyes real tight, I won't see Audrey. I won't see any of them. Maybe Poppy will be here tomorrow. I hate this place. All the sand. Can't go in the water. That Nona and the Phelps girls. They're all mean, just plain mean. And Fraulein... Suppose Poppy doesn't take me home. Suppose I just have to stay here forever with Fraulein. Oh, no. Oh, please, Poppy, please, come. So? Fraulein. You think I don't watch you, huh? You're pinching me. You get up. You get up from that sand. Go and play with the children. What do you think you're here for? Go on. Come on, Rue. Nona Van Dusen is playing with us. We need somebody to dig this canal. Come along, you. Where do you want me to start, Nona? You go over there. Over there? Yes. You're a slave digging the canal. I'm the architect. Oh. You. Little girl. Me? You're a slave, too. Don't dig. I don't want to. Do as you're told. If you don't dig... You get your eye poked out with a hot stick. Rue, you've got to dig if Nona says so. If you ever want to come to my house to play, you've got to do what I say. Can we come to your house, really, Nona? Well, we don't ask everybody to our house. We don't want hoi polloi in our house. You shut up or I'll kill you. Is that so? If you don't dig, you'll get sand thrown in your eyes. Like me. Oh! Cry, baby. You little cry, baby. I'll kill you. Oh! 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 I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Let go, you hear? You nasty little girl. Let go. Miss Pippin, Miss Pippin. So, how sweet, how dainty you play. Hit the little Van Dusen, will you? Oh, you're wicked, wicked. My eyes hurt. Send that girl to me. Oh, oh, Fraulein, that's Mrs. Van Dusen. Send her over here at once. There. Uh, now you'll catch it. Mrs. Van Dusen saw you. Come along now. March. March. You may leave us, nurse. Madam, I assure you. Go on. I'll see the little girl alone. Yes, madam. Go on. That's what you're here for, to meet her. Go on. Come here, little girl. <laughs> Come here, dear. Take a big swallow of this. It's very dry and a good year. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) See? You're better. It's the shock. I wish I could get a shock. Any shock. What's your name? Uh, Rue Peterson. Oh, a Peterson child, eh? Why did you pull Nona's hair? She threw sand in my eyes. Yes, I I saw that. Why don't you come to my house and play tomorrow? I'll have to ask my aunt. Do, by all means. 
Well, well, goodbye. Goodbye, Rue Peterson. You ask your aunt. <laughs> I wouldn't be a bit surprised if she said uh, yes. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Come here, Rue. I didn't do anything. So now you're in society. You're in society, Mrs. Arthur. You're not going to pinch me for all I mean. Not. Whoever heard of your Lena doing anything like that? A little society girl like you are now needs a good friend like Lena. Come along, sweetheart. We'll go and play. <laughs> Come along, Mrs. Astor. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping, Ruth, sweetheart. Oh. My little Liebchen is not sleeping at all. <laughs> Now, tell me what she said. Tell me what that old hag said to you. She didn't say anything. Oh, but yes, they all watched you. Mrs. Astor talking to Mrs. Van Dusen. Two great ladies. <laughs> go away. I want to sleep. You tell me to go away. You tell me, spiteful child, that's all. Go away. I don't want you here. Now you're going to catch it now. My arm! Now, now I'll show you. Now. Rue, Rolein. Rue, what are you doing on the floor? Get back on your bed this minute. You saw in your dress. Mrs. Peterson, she is such a naughty girl. I can do nothing sometimes. This morning she had champagne. What? Mrs. Van Dusen gave her some and she drank almost a whole glass. Mrs. Van Dusen? I'll bet she doesn't come to your party tonight anyway. She invited us, though. She invited you? To what? To her house. We're on the first rung of the ladder. Audrey, don't talk like that. What do you mean? Mm, Rue amuses her, so she asked us to her house. She is a very old lady, and she does drink that champagne in the hot sun. That's because she's bored. I bet she doesn't come tonight. Will you and Fraulein please leave the room? I want to talk to Rue. But, madam, she told... Later, Fraulein. I'll bet she doesn't come to your party. Rue, let's be friends. Shall we? Huh? Rue, dear, you don't want to leave Newport, do you? You and Audrey want to make something of yourselves, don't you? You have no mother... It's up to me to see that you occupy your rightful position in society. I don't want to be in society. Now, don't you think you're a rather ungrateful little girl? I have this large, expensive house, and your father has to foot the bills, Poppy, and... did you speak to Poppy? What did he say? Is he coming? I knew he would when he got my... Well, oh. dear, I'm glad you admit it. Of course, I know you sent a wire... No matter how bad a thing is, it's better to be truthful, isn't it? Am I going home? My dear child. My dear child. He telephoned me at great expense. He thought you were sick. He was worried. He isn't coming? Now, what would people say if your father appeared suddenly and whisked you off as though I starved you or beat you? Oh, Fraulein beats me. Look at me and say that again, dear. Please, Aunt Agnes. Look at me. <laughs> I thought so. Say, Aunt Agnes, I'm a little liar. 
Oh, Agnes, I'm a little liar. Fraulein was with Lord and Lady Bostel's children when they were here last year. Do you think that Lord and Lady Bostel would hire a bad governess? Oh, I realize you don't like Fraulein. I know you don't want her to go back to Chicago with you. Rue, Rue, dear, I'll make a bargain with you. A bargain? Would you do something for me if I promised to send Fraulein away? A secret. A big secret between you and me. What is it? Why don't you say you're giving a party and ask her to come as though it were your idea? Ask who to come? Now, dear, don't be stupid. Mrs. Van Dusen. But I'm not giving a party. That's just it, dear. It's time you had a nice party with Audrey. And if you could just get Mrs. Van Dusen to well, drop in, she likes you, don't you see? You mean, if I get Mrs. Van Dusen to come here, you'd send Fraulein away? Yes, dear, I do. Could I go home? No, but I'd send Fraulein away. Now? <laughs> now, dear, be practical. I'll send her away if you get Mrs. Van Dusen. What shall I say to her? Oh, just be natural, dear. Now, is it a bargain, dear? All right, Aunt Agnes. It's a bargain. Now, listen, sweethearts. That old hag Van Dusen wants no governess in her house. I come back to you at six sharp, and if I see so much as one little spot on either dress... Yes, Lena, darling. If you are good girls today, I'll take you next week to Newport News, to the intern submarine Prince Wilhelm. Your Lena knows a lovely officer on board. He has a decoration from the Kaiser himself. England's going to win the war. Do you want I should slap you for a change? No, Lena, dear. Slap Rue, she's sulking. She's snoopy. She's Mrs. Astor. Come on now, Mrs. Van Dusen will be waiting. I can't do it. Do what? Come on, that Miss Miffin is watching from the window. I don't know how to say it. To say what? Come on. No? All right, so. Oh, you pinched me. So come. Come in. Who is it, Miffin? The Peterson children. Oh, all right. The governess may wait outside on the porch. But, madam... Outside? The children may take off their shoes and run in the grass. Oh, but, madam, they are not allowed to go barefoot. They catch cold. Let them. That's what you're for, to take care of them. You may go. Yes, madam. Miffin, go get Nona. Yes, madam. Now. Uh, Mrs. Van Dusen... I have to ask you... What do you have to ask me? Oh, there's a bathroom in there. No, no. If you don't come Wednesday, Aunt Agnes will keep Fraulein forever. If I can make you come to tea, she'll send her away. What? <laughs> Please, I didn't mean anything wrong. Oh, come here. You want me to come to your house on Wednesday, is that it? I'm afraid I... Miffin, get Mrs. Peterson's telephone number. Wait here. You fool. You, you didn't believe Aunt Agnes, did you? You don't believe she'll send Fraulein away, do you? 
But she promised. She promised. How stupid. Now you've just made Mrs. Van Dusen mad. I've got the number. Get out, children. Outside and close the door. Hello? Give me Newport 271. Oh, you chump. Let go of me, Audrey. Audrey! So here you are. What have you been doing, huh? Oh, she's a little chump. She thought Aunt Agnes would send you away if she could get Mrs. Van Dusen to come to tea. Aunt Agnes told her that. What do you mean? Explain this. No. No, I can't. You tell me, sweetheart. You tell your Dina now. No. No, go away from me. Come back. Oh. I've got to hide. I've got to hide. I can't let her find me. In the bushes. Please, don't let her find me. Please, please. Ruth. Ruth, darling. Where are you, sweetheart? Please. Let her find me. You wouldn't hide from you, Lena. There are you, sweetheart. Oh, I see you. Oh, I see you. Run for the house, you fool. I'm going to catch you. No, you don't. I got you. Oh. I got you. I'm... My leg. Come down You're from the window. Me. I'm going to beat you You're to death. Me. I'm going to Please, beat you, you to death. death. I'm going to oh. beat you to death. No, no. Only you. Huh? Mrs. Van Dusen called Aunt Agnes about Fraulein. They had an awful fight, and now she's calling Poppy. Who? Who, who is calling Mr. Peterson? Mrs. Van Dusen. She sent me to get Rue to speak to him. I'm pleading. Rue has to come in now. Darling, you're teasing your Lena. She's really calling Poppy? My little Liebchen is joking. Aren't you her sweetheart? She wants Rue to talk to him and tell him everything. Rue spoiled everything. Rue, you're a selfish pig. I hate you. You spoiled our whole beautiful summer in Newport. Liebchen, Rue, sweetheart, you will not say naughty things about your Lena, will you? You'll tell your papi how nice your Lena has been, darling. Liebchen. She's really calling papi? Yes, and now he'll come and take us away and I won't get into society at all. You selfish pig. I'm going to speak to papi. Listen to me, Liebchen. Your Lena loves you. You won't make Yolina go away. You won't tell your puppy naughty things. Fraulein is going to be so good to you. You'll see, little sweetheart. If you don't let go of me, Fraulein, I'll kick you. But, sweetheart, Fraulein loves you. Yolina loves you. I don't have to be afraid of you anymore. So there. Darling, Yolina loves you, sweetheart. Yolina loves you. Come and speak to your father. Let go, Fraulein, or I'll kick you. Liebchen. Goodbye, Fraulein. I'm going to speak to Poppy now. Come along, child. Your father wants you. I'm coming. I'm coming. Poppy. Poppy. Poppy, I'm coming. You have heard Beautiful Summer in Newport by Felicia Gishiska. The adaptation was by Ernest Canoy of NBC. In tonight's cast, Rue was Anne Whitfield. Nanny was Isabel Jewell. Audrey was Dawn Bender. Aunt Agnes was Hope Sansbury. Poppy was Charles Seal. 
Fraulein was Naomi Stevens. First telephone operator was Martha Shaw. Nona was Marlene Ames. Mrs. Van Dusen was Noreen Gamil. Miss Miffin was Norma Varden. Your announcer, Don Stanley. The director of NBC presents short story is Andrew C. Love. Be with us again next week at this same time as NBC presents Short Story. At that time, we will present two of the most delightful short stories of Sherwood Anderson, I'm a Fool and I Want to Know Why. That's a week from tonight. And in the meantime, bear in mind this message from the United States Marine Corps. Dress blues is the uniform most frequently associated with the United States Marines. Actually, however, Marines wear other uniforms, some of which are not quite so well known. For warm weather assignments, Marines wear khaki. During the wintertime, the Marine usually wears his greens, a smart and handsome uniform with a particularly distinctive color, often referred to as Marine green. And, of course, for more formal occasions, the Marine wears his dress blues. The Marines are famous as a smart-looking military outfit. Certainly, this reputation is based in some part on the careful fitting of uniforms. Another explanation is the respect each Marine has for his uniforms and his regard for the traditions with which they are associated. Proud of his uniform, proud of his outfit. That's the United States Marine. This program came to you from Hollywood. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.